Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Hello, and welcome to the Dorkening Podcast Network. Press pound to hear the available shows. The Wicked Horror Show, Loose Cannon with Jar Jar Jeremy, Secret Underground Hideout, That Strange Show, Cinema with Harrison Smith, Dorks the Podcast, Super Retro Throwback Reviews, The Horror Squad Podcast, The Dorkening, Throwdown Thursday, Black and White Fright, Dorks the Podcast, for more information check out thedorkening.com. eating before we record. I hate when I want what I want. There are no rules. It's not really that's a rule. There's it's no n- rules. No rules. There's no rules. None whatsoever. No rules. So all the listeners are like, No rules. <laughs> oh my god. Isn't that like the like ASMR or whatever people like, where it's like weird sounds that people are just like listening to. It like also, calms them down. Uh, are you one of those people? Not at all. Do you know if that's one of our people? I don't know. I mean, you never know. Maybe I'm giving a little bit of everything for everyone. Just across the board. Whatever makes them happy. Whatever makes them happy? All right. Anyway, guys, welcome to episode seven of the Jen and James podcast experience. Hopefully you know the name by now. This is episode seven. But as Stan Lee always said about comic books, you have to realize that sometimes the first comic book they pick up could be their actual first comic book, and they know nothing about the story. So with that, my name is James. I'm Jen. So, Jen, what are we talking about today? Um, tattoos. And why are we talking about tattoos? Because I didn't know what else to talk about. No. Um. <laughs> that is 100% true. For the <laughs> last two days. I was like, oh, 10 minutes ago, I'm like, about tattoos. So, <laughs> what about tattoos? Um, I don't know. <laughs> what about them? <laughs> No, I just thought it would be interesting. I have a lot of them. I have a lot of stories behind them, and people like frequently ask me about them, and it's just uh, something I uh, constantly am reminded of. <laughs> I wonder why. I wonder why you're constantly reminded of your tattoos. Oh, if it isn't in the summer, it's because people tell me I have them. And are you like, no, wait, what do I have on I me? Have tattoos? No way. <laughs> All right, so where do you want to start with our journey through tattoos? Um, I think we'll start at the very beginning. Like, I mean, I mean, you can go like the beginning, the beginning, but uh, kind of like what? Because you have a couple too. Like, and that's the funny thing is, so like, I'll like you'll meet like when you meet people that like either I work with or in general, they're like they people don't think you have any tattoos, and I'm like, no, he does. They're just not 
a lot and they're all kind of you know hiddenish i mean they're not totally like hidden but they're work tattoos yeah so that's always like i think that surprises people um that you actually have tattoos me i'm so bold about it that it's just part of it's become part of my identity so um i thought it'd be interesting to start like what what possessed you to get a tattoo uh i was 21 no i was 20 at college I said, what the hell? Let me get a tattoo. Because I've always been, like, hinting at one. So I got one on... Okay. So you said, like, hinting at one. What was the appeal of it for you? I don't know. Is it because other people had them? Was it because you just thought it was something kind of, like, you kind of liked? A little column A, a little column B. Okay. Uh, I wasn't against them growing up. I was never opposed to them, but I always was beaten into my skull that if you end up getting a tattoo for the reason, make sure you get it for the right reasons, not just to get a tattoo. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that's just from my parents. I don't, neither my mom or my dad had tattoos, uh, and I think out of my family, I think me and my sister Liz are the only ones who have tattoos. So, so what was your first experience getting a tattoo? So for me, it was much, very much like, yeah, I put a little bit of thought into it, but I was like, I'm going. And like, I just went. It was like kind of that spur of the moment. I maybe thought about it for 24 hours. You know, F it, I have the money. I'm just going to go and get it done. So I went down to this place called, uh, I think it was Dragon Inc. in West Springfield. It no longer exists because tattoo, pla- tattoo places are like, we're here one day, gone the next. Um, I went with my girlfriend at the time, um, cause she had, uh, two or three. So, you know, I went and I was like, okay, like, here's what I want. I want a Superman, but I want my grandfather's initials first, put down first and then put the tattoo over it. Um, so I went down there and I was ready to go like that day. And the guy comes and says, Eh, what time am I to come back tomorrow? I was like, tomorrow? <laughs> I got to wait 24 hours to get this done? What if I get like buyer's remorse and I don't want to do this? And the guy was fun. The guy was really nice. He was really, really good. And he sh- I showed him what I wanted. So it was a Superman shield. And so on my left peck. Um, and so, you know, I went back. I made the appointment for I think like 1.30 or 2.30 that next day. You know, I made sure I had a couple generic t-shirts and all the a and d and all that stuff ready so when i got there uh and i went down and got it and i remember i remember the outline outline is was the most painful like the the coloring was never painful for me it was always the outlining and i remember and jen can attest to this when when i got my when i got she got me a tattoo for my birthday and or help me clean up a tattoo I already had, uh, I twi- I roll my ankle. <laughs> and I know you're like, you need to stop that. But I remember the tattoo artist that that time literally was like, uh, you need to stop. I'm like, stop doing what? He goes, I'm like, I'm, I can't like control it. And I remember when I got near the nipple and the armpit, I was like, all right, time out. I was like, all right, go again. And it was just like, it was just like, oh, so sensitive. But I remember, like, the filling in. I was like, oh, this is the filling in. I was like, oh, this is a breeze after that point. And I remember how sore I was and how tight, like, I was, like, at my, like, at my pack. And I was like, I can't, like, do anything with, like, my left arm because it's all tight and swollen. Um, And then it kind of was like when I went to school in Vermont, I got another one. 
And then I had my cousin Mike, who's a tattoo artist, give me a couple more. And then when I met you, you saw how sad one of my tattoos was, and that was one of my birthday presents, and it looks awesome now. Um, I mean, and I've had ideas and thoughts that I want to do for more tattoos, and we've talked about ideas and thoughts and, you know, brainstorm some ideas and what would work, what wouldn't work, and all that stuff. Um you know, but, but my next tattoo is going to be a little taco cat that our my friend Alex Ahoy drew for me, and that's gonna I gotta find a cool place to put that. Um, but that won't happen for the foreseeable future, unless he comes here. Um, uh, so I mean, yeah, that's kind of where I stand on my tattoos. I'm not. I mean, for me, it was like in the military that was the big thing. In the Navy, was like cause Navy the tattoos you get your tattoo, your rank, or your your rate. Um, I was a sonar technician. I had a lame ass tattoo and I got a lame ass tattoo behind my left ear. Look, that's where you get it. Cause you're sonar and it's like, right. Cause this is the visual podcast. I will show you, but it's like right behind like the lo- lobe of your ear. Like it's right here. And it's yeah. literally like a pair of headphones with an arrow through it. That's fucking dumb. <laughs> I'm not, it's not as cool as like a bosun mate where the guys actually like do big cool shit in the ship. The big ass anchor on their fucking arm and stuff like that. Like, no, because we listen to stuff in Yellow Arrow and it's just like, all right, this is dumb. I'm not getting that. Because I remember after A school, a bunch of people went and got that tattoo. And you would think, oh, the military, get every tattoo you want, blah, blah, blah. No, you have to submit permission to get a tattoo. And they have to either prove, approve it or deny it. Cause don't forget well, you, your property. Your property. You, yeah. Like you don't. The second you sign on that that you line, don't belong to you. You don't belong to you. Are a number and you are have you lost all rights to your body. Um. So and the rule was four fingers. No bigger than four. Your four fingers, uh, index fingers, and they can't touch. So you can't have one like one, two, three, four. They can never interlock with each other. Uh, and I remember on the chit, you had the it put a picture of the tattoo, how big it was, where you're going to put it on your body, what does it mean, and then even when you got to boot camp, and if you, if you had to go into a separate room and show them your tattoos, and they would run it through like the criminal gang, all that stuff, database to make sure that's a, like, a fair tattoo. That's hysterical. So I know there was this guy in boot camp who came from Massachusetts as well. He had a tattoo he had to get changed, like, it said, like, fuck or something like that, or fucker or something like that on his chest. And it was, like, one of those, like, my buddy had a tattoo machine and he put it on me. So he had to go get that. It was, like, sucker all of a sudden. Like, it was some random letter. And I'm like, dude, what's that tattoo? He's like, oh, I had to change before I got here. So, so they went they went in um, if you had that on there. So that's kind of where, like, that is. But, like, even in the Navy, uh, I mean, I told you my idea of, like, my Ghostbuster, like, shoulder sleeve that I wanted. Yeah. And for me, and of course, like when I was in, this is all when I was in San Diego. Um, and they're like, oh, San Diego is like one of the hot spots for tattooing. There's all these great tattoo artists. And I had like such a vivid idea. And I've told you my vivid idea. And you're like, okay. Like, and I've had people draw it up for me. And it's not what I want. And if I'm going to spend five, six, seven hundred dollars on a tattoo and the detail I wanted and the way it looks, I want it fucking perfect. Because it's going to be me a couple sessions with my arm just in fucking shatters. Um, and it literally is because I'm a Ghostbuster fan. Was on my my right shoulder. It, the whole shoulder was the scene from Ghostbusters one on top of Go, the Gozer building, looking down at State Puff. Because there is a point in the movie where you see the guys on top of the roof looking down at State Puff. But I also want like the proton stream going down and attacking him, and he's like with the fire and 
all that stuff. And it was like, I didn't think it was like that super complicated, but like when I saw people like draw it up and I'm like, Oh fuck, this is a lot more complicated. And like, then it came to like, am I being a dick? Am I being a jerk? Am I not like being too picky? But like that kind of went away, but that kind of got rekindled and we started dating and like, I would love to get this tattoo again. And I think you were like, there's no way you can get that tattoo, tattoo now where you want it because of what I already had yeah. at that point, because even the cover up wouldn't do it justice. Mm-mm. So, but yeah. You are being a dick about being really, like, picky about a tattoo, I think. I don't think that, and, like, the way I look at tattoos is very different. I, I was also 23. Yeah. I get it. I'm just <laughs> saying, like, you have to remember, like, at the end of the day, these people are artists. And you're always going to have, like, an artist. You're asking an artist to interpret, interpret your idea. So unless you are the artist and you're like, hey, do this. Like, that's, I think, why I, like as I've like evolved with getting tattoos is I like going to certain artists for things. Cause I like their interpretations of things and I like the, I let them make it their own and they'll last like reference photos, but I openly admit these are just for reference, you know, something of this nature. And I trust what they want to change because again, it's what it's their job. And maybe it's the same thing. Like, cause I, you know, have a, a very different, skill set, but I do have to, you know, somebody says, Hey, I want this haircut and they're going to look like a, Dumbass. I'm going to kind of say, like, well, like let's alter it a little bit and make sure this is going to, like, fit your body and, like, how you're going to see it and what you want. So I understand that, you know, interpretation and what might look better overall. So I think that's why I, I'm very much, like, when you tell a story about I was like, it was never what I wanted. I was like, it's probably because what you wanted was not, like, just because you see it in your head, it's not. Yeah, but, again, that's. You have to be fair. Like, I'm always like, nah, you got to you gotta kind of be fair about it, so. Yeah, no, one of the guys had it, like, super cartoony, and I kind of wanted a lot more, like, realistic, <laughs> and it was because, like, I, I know, but it's also one of the things, like, I know that property so well, mm-hmm. I know some of, like, the nuances, and it was, like, the Proton stream didn't look like the way, like, I wanted to it, but, like, I didn't have that concept of being, like, I was being that dick customer, literally being, like, I'm paying you this money, this is the way I want it, do it this way. Right. And, that's, and, and, and then there is, like, there is that, and I know, you know, tattoo artists would say, like, that's okay, too, to an extent. But at the same time, you then you need to like. But that also goes to like you have to find the right artist for the job. And that's and and and, and I never and I never, I, I never I didn't. I'm trying to think of the word. I never didn't pay for his art. Like mm-hmm. if they drew something, I made sure he got like if that was right, I got no, I, I like I wasn't I, like do spend six hours drawing this and right. like I don't want it. Like no, I'd give him like fifty bucks or something like right. that. But it got to a point where like and I, and, and I sent him reference for the semi reference photo. I sent all the photos I had. And again, it was, like I said, it was just like, it was just, I, I felt like even looking back on it, I was like, I was super picky. Mm-hmm. But like, even now looking back, when I get that tattoo now, no, I wouldn't get that tattoo. I have other ideas that I want to do and I want to do those. Yeah. And, you know, those now that, you know, I'm 34. Yes, 34. <laughs> uh, I have different ideas of I want for tattoos. Like I'm going to get a tattoo for Harrison, but I've always joked around with like the nautical stuff because mm-hmm. I love the ocean and I love the water and the beach and Nantucket and all these places where we've talked about doing like, you know, you thought it was really cool to like a nautical compass with like longitude and latitude on it. Like yeah. that would be really cool. And I was thinking about doing that on my side and like doing something like that or putting like events in my life, like where I got married and like mm-hmm. where, you know, I was born and like kind of stuff like that. And then add to the list as yeah. my life grew. Um, you know, that's always been an, an idea and stuff like that. So, you know, I'm, I definitely want to get more, um, the current climate just shows that, like, you know, we can't. Um, and now that we have a little bit more 
financial flexibility, I think is the best word. Yeah. Um, that is more of an option for us to do what we want to do. So. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Why am I funny? You're just funny. No, I don't know. I just, I, like I said, I, so I, I got my first tattoo on my 18th birthday. I knew I wanted that tattoo since I was 13. So at 13 years old, um, probably yeah, 13, 13 or 14, and around there. Um, obviously at that point, like the internet wasn't a thing. There was no internet. There was no Google. There was no looking at things. So um, we would. There would, we would go to like Barnes and Nobles and we would look at magazines. Like magazines were what you got your inspiration from. So you looked at magazines for everything. And some magazines for fashion. Some magazines for haircuts and hair colors and what was trendy and things like that. So we would go to Barnes and Nobles and we would, and by saying we, it was my best friend and I, and um, we would look at tattoo magazines because that was the only thing there was. And it was definitely a culture that I um, found very interesting. I really liked the artwork behind it. There was always something that just resonated with me about it. Um, and I don't ever remember a point in my life, like not wanting that. It's just like a weird, like I can't tell. I was like young. I was really young. So I don't know what made me want it necessarily. Cause I think I was too young to, you know, have that. But so we went, um, and I got the little tattoo mag. We sat in like one of the aisles and we're like looking at it. And I saw the image and I was like, this is the tattoo I want. I want to get this tattoo. And I bought the magazine. And again, I was like 13 or 14 and I bought it. And I clipped out in somewhere, some storage bin in some parallel universe. Um, I still have that cutout of that magazine. And I held on to it for years until I was 18. And on my 18th birthday, my best friend and I, same best friend, I was like, okay, I'm getting my tattoo today. Like I was just, I was doing it. And there was a tattoo shop. It was a big one. And it was literally called like tattoo. Like, I don't even think it had a name. The generic tattoo <laughs> like, sign. Tattoo sign. Like that was all it was. And it was on Queens Boulevard near, um, Oh, sorry. For all of my Viper's yeah. pit. That's what it was called. That's place tattoo. It was called the Viper's pit. Yeah. This place was just called tattoo. <laughs> um, <laughs> just tattoo. But it was, um, for anyone listening, that's from, Queens, it was the one that was across Queens Boulevard on the opposite side of Queens Boulevard. There was like Red Lobster, Sizzler, all that. So that was. So now it's a bank. Yeah, now it's a bank, I'm sure. Um, but <laughs> that's the one I'm talking about. And so we get to the corner of 63rd and I, I panicked. I was like, I can't do this. I was like, nope, change my mind. Don't want to do it. Can't do this. I can't do this. And Tatiana looked at me and she said, you made me walk all this way. If you do not get this tattoo, I'm going to punch you in your face. And I could see her saying that. I really, like, really didn't want to do it. I was, like, really nervous. But sure enough, I went in, and there's these two dudes there. It was, like, a big, it was big. It was really big. And um, there was, like, there was this big area with, like, all this flash wall art, and it's like, a random leather couch. It was, like, really bizarre. I think a leather couch is mandated in all tattoo <laughs> shops. I really think it is. <laughs> And he was just like sitting there and he looked at the image and I don't know if he owned it or if they were partners and he had like no interest in doing it. And so he asked his other buddy and he was like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. And so originally I was actually going to get it on my shoulder blade. Um, and then I was like, that's just going to look stupid. Got it like in between your shoulder blades. for what? And it was just a butterfly that has like a tiger's face in it. Truly generic tattoo, like wall flash generic tattoo. And, uh, so that's where I ended up getting it. I paid maybe like a hundred bucks for it. Like nothing crazy at the time. 
and uh, I asked the guy, and I'll always remember this because it's actually very true before he started. He's like, well, it's your first tattoo and you're a teen. He thought it was super cool. He was doing it on my birthday. And I said, what is this going to feel like? And he actually did like a very, very small like circle. And he's like, like that. And he's like, if you can't sit through it, you'll know right now. So he's like, and then we're, and you're done. Like we won't, it won't matter. And I was like, oh, okay, it wasn't bad. He goes, I normally compare it to being scratched by a cat repeatedly in the same spot. And then once it's done, it kind of feels like a sunburn. And he was so dead on that that's like, even, I don't know if it's because he said it and my brain just like has always processed that pain that way, or it really is what it feels like. But ever anyone I get, that's really what it feels like. But yeah, I got that tattoo and then I just kept going. Like, and I, I feel like I've paced myself really well though, because if you think about it, how old am I? 30, 37, something like that. Somewhere in there. I don't even know how old I am anymore. 38. I'm 38. No, I'll be 38 this year. Yeah, sorry, 38 this year. Um, I'm like, no. 37 in a row. I'm 37. Um, For being 37, I still have a lot of real estate left. So, yeah, it looks like I have a ton, but I have plenty of other spots I could get them. You do. You have some really cute tattoos. (laughs) I still love the waffle tattoo. Oh, my waffle? And that was the last one I got. I haven't had any since. Yeah. But that's a funny thing. So many people will be like, well, what's your favorite tattoo I have? Or they'll ask me how many I have. And I'm like, uh. I asked you that question. I, I, I'm, I just don't. What do you define as a tattoo anymore? Like, my arm is like one, I suppose. My other yeah. arm is like a bunch of little ones. And my feet are done. Like, I have, I don't know. It's more, it's more to, like, I think the question should be, what part of your body isn't tattooed? <laughs> it's True. like the fair question at this point for me. Um, well, you didn't want to get another tattoo because of our wedding. Like, that was... You didn't want to do anything else? Because I think you had other tattoos in mind you wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And you were like, I'm not doing it until after the wedding. Yeah. And then Harrison is like, it just... Realistically, you haven't had you haven't had a window to actually get another tattoo. I haven't had a window, and I haven't really, like, had a major desire. Um, Brittany and I were talking about getting tattoos together, and we probably will at some point. Just the, the planets haven't aligned for us to really do it. Um but I'm really one of those people, like, I'm not a believer necessarily in tattoos, having to have this, like, huge meaning behind it. Some of mine have stories, and some of them don't. And I openly say that to a lot of people, like, huge stories behind some of them. And then, like, my feet, I think, is the big I love your feet story. That's comparison. the best. That is the best. <laughs> the best story is the two on your feet. Um, yeah, I think I told you that on, like, our first date. Our first date. Yeah. And I thought it was the best way to tell that story. <laughs> um, so on my... Right foot, I have a. I'm like right foot, I think. Um, I have a cupcake, and I got that on my 27th birthday. And I don't get tattoos on my birthdays. It's not like a thing. It just happens to be those two. Um, simply because my ex-husband at the time, I had asked him for my birthday if I could just have like a cupcake themed party. And that man looked at me and he was like, you're an adult. You don't need a cupcake birthday. You don't even need a themed birthday. Why do you want cupcakes? And like went in. Like it wasn't like a con- like a, a sentence. It was like a thing. And so I'm the kind of person that like, hmm, okay, fucker. Like I, I, you don't talk to me like that. Like I'm asking you for a simple request um, and you're not going to do this for me. So he... Never had a problem with tattoos, but he had specifically said when I started to get more of them, I don't care where you get a tattoo, but do not get them on the tops of your feet. I think that looks trashy. So, of course, here I am like, hmm. Pissed. Pissed. Want to be spiteful. 
And so on my 27th birthday, I went to a tattoo shop. Um, that is, it's not, it's technically there. Um, it was like bought out by somebody else, but it's on Lark Street and in Albany. And I went again, spur of the moment, didn't really make an appointment. I said, I, need, I just want a cupcake with a tattoo or uh, a uh, uh, cupcake tattoo. Didn't even have a reference photo. Like I didn't care, but I knew it was going to be on the top of my foot. And sure enough, this guy was like, all right, rad. I'm pretty sure he was as high as humanly possible. Um, <laughs> did not care. And at this point I knew better because I've had other instances with tattoos going wrong, but I just wasn't about that. Mm. And um, he, when he drew it up, he kind of asked me the backstory where I was getting it. He's like, oh, cool, rad. So like we're- Rad, yeah, yeah. totally, tubular. Like, totally, like he was, his, his name was Tommy. Like I remember it really well. And so he, he goes, okay. So why don't we do this? And like on the cupcake, there's a cherry. But if you look in the cherry, it's actually a skull in it. And he did that because I was so angry. He's like, yeah, I have a little anger in there. So he goes ahead. That tattoo hurt so badly. I was like climbing the walls. Unbelievable. That's right on your bone. I was right on my bone. I wasn't even remotely expecting it to hurt that bad. Um, I think that at that point, that was the most painful tattoo I had received at that point. And I had others, but that was the one that was like, went to the moon and back. Even after having like the peacock on my arm, which that just hurt because of the length of time it took to do it in a lot of like long sittings. But that hurt. And then the like maintenance of it hurt because you can't wear certain shoes with it. Like you can't submerge them in water. So it was a pain in the ass to like just care for afterwards. And sure enough, of course, you know, my husband's like, I can't believe you did that. Blah, blah, blah. So I walked around with this cupcake on my foot for a couple of years, maybe a year or two. And I kept looking at my feet and I had one foot that had a cupcake and the other didn't have anything. So I went and I got a robot on the other one. That's it. Like, just was like. What I type looked, of robot? One of those like, <laughs> like 1950s, like toy, toy wind up robots. He needs, he needs. Now here's the funny thing. The guy who did that. Was high as fuck. Too. No, no, he wasn't. He's actually was a friend of mine at the time, and he did a great job. But for whatever reason, that one wore so much worse than the cupcake. Like the cupcake, for and oh, that's the other thing. A lot of people have been like, "Don't get tattoos on your feet; they don't hold up well." Which, like I said, the one on my uh, left foot, I would almost agree with because it's lost a lot of color and whatnot. But the cupcake, like, won't die. Like that still looks unbelievably good for and everybody you can tell what it is it's not mushy looking so i've always been very proud of that one my store man one is surprisingly hold up as much as it did because i am summer i go to the beach them there's like the uv will just destroy it that's oh, not that bad well the thing is like it but it will destroy it like that i say that all the time i say it's my students like you know i try to you know i try to stay out of the sun as much as possible like i don't i'm not a fan <laughs> at all I don't do beaches. We've had this conversation before. I like being indoors. It's a good time. Air conditioned. So my tattoos held up really well. But I think the one that really shows that is my peacock. Because I've had that one really long. Like, if Lo, God, if he's 12, I've had this for like 10 years now. And it really doesn't look bad at all. Like, the color's still there. It's still very bright. So I, I, I attribute that a lot to just being... In the Northeast, where we don't get a lot of sun, <laughs> not a lot of opportunity for direct sunlight on anything, and I uh, just don't don't want to do it. Don't want to be out in the sun and destroy them. So, I have no idea what the ones on my back look like. I really couldn't tell you. I don't see them. That's a recommendation I have. I feel like if you get a tattoo in like 
you feel like you might regret it at some point, just get it on your back. Like, because I forget I even have them. Like, pew, gone. But, like, my chest I know all the time. My arms I'm always constantly looking at. So I'm really glad I like those because it's constantly in my face. I guess my feet, too. My yeah. <laughs> I want, I still want eventually at some point to get my David Bowie tattoo. Well, you need to see your Star Wars tattoo. That's like a huge process, though. Like, that's not even like finishing it. It's going back over it and figuring out what I want to do with it. So I'll get there, I suppose. But yeah, no, I want my David. I And I've always said I want my David Bowie tattoo on my right thigh, like, high up so every time I go to the bathroom I can look at David Bowie <laughs> I, I don't know how to respond to that my wife wants to look at David Bowie while she's going poop <laughs> don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing but whatever if I said that before I even knew you existed that has been a a, a desire just to because I just that's which room. which David Bowie, Ziggy Stardust, Labyrinth, Goblin King. I'm not sure yet. I haven't decided. Old before passing David Bowie, we looked like really regal. He did look very regal. I don't know. Like he he looked no pun to David Bowie normal. <laughs> like he looked like a normal human being. Like a normal human being. No, I don't know. I, mean, I feel like Ziggy Sardust, Ziggy Stardust is too like on the nose. Like everybody has that tattoo. Yeah, I have to find just an image. I think of him and go from there, but. Yeah, that's been a thing of mine also. That's on my my long short list of tattoos, I guess. Cool. That I want to get at some point. I'm surprised you haven't said what my ta- fun fun tattoo fact is. I that's you on you. That, no, your fun fact? It's your fun tattoo fact. <laughs> no? One of us is on a, real, on, on a reality <laughs> TV show for a tattoo. Who could it be? <laughs> My, my little claim to fame. That was on New York, Inc. For my tattoo on my left forearm. Yeah. What? It's just... Tell go, the story. No, I wanted to get... A, <laughs> you have a platform to tell the story. Yeah, I know. It's just weird because it's like on the show, but I don't know. What you, you season, know long, season two? Do you know how long it t- took us? took us like a day to find that episode for that... It was, like, buried. And yeah. then, like, when I was at work, Vicky was like, you're on a reality show. And I was like, what? She goes, I went down the rabbit hole on YouTube, and I, like, watched all of them, and I found your show. And I was like, oh, yeah, hi. She's like, how come you don't tell anyone? I'm like, I don't really care. Like, I, I just kind of was a cool moment. But, yeah, no, I had um, been toying with the idea of getting a little Russian nesting doll tattoo um, for my best friend. And... I didn't really know where I wanted it. I kind of quite figured it out. And I was on Facebook and there was, a, I must have liked New York Inc. at some point. And they were like, casting call. And I was like, what the hell goes into one of these? And I like clicked it and it was like, answer these questions. And I was like, nah, what the hell? So I just answered them and it was, you know, what do you want to get? Why do you want to get it? So on and so forth. And it was all like really, really simple. And they said, what artist do you want to do it? And I'd seen the show and there was an artist. He wasn't like the lead artist. He was just, I just kind of liked his work. And I was like, all right, the chances are, if I pick one of the really big high names, they're not going to use me anyways, because yeah. like, I don't have a cool story or anything, so at least I didn't think it was cool, like, super really cool at the time, so I just picked him, and I was like, all right, cool. They called me, like, the next day, and I was like, 
love, they're like, we love, we love the idea. We want to use you. Like, we, you know, would you want to come on the show? And I was like, yeah, sure. Um, but there was like a couple of things that had to be like, they needed me to do for it. So since it was for my best friend, they wanted me to get her to be on the show, but not let her know what was going on. So I had to like surprise her with it. So like all of that reaction on the show is real. Um, reality TV is very bizarre. Um, some of it's real, some of it's like not. I would say 80% of my episode is real um, and not really staged. But yeah, it was, I had to, so I had to kind of lie to her. She knew I was getting a tattoo, but it had to be for something else. And I had to have a reason why she was going to be on it. So it was, it was interesting. But yeah, like it's, it was an interesting experience. Yeah, but didn't, didn't like the main guy. Yeah, so the guy, um, uh, Ami James, I believe. I don't know. I can't even remember his name. It's been that long. Oh, I think that's his name. Um, sure, if you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> and you're mad. But so I had gotten a call from the producers and they said he wants, he goes, he wants to do your tattoo. And I was like, what? So like I was blown like out of like the water that, you know, one of the top tar- tattoo artists globally like wanted, to, had the interest. Like I didn't even ask for it. Like he, I'm assuming because it was like his show, all of them are probably run by him first and he would decide if he wanted any. I don't know. But he did it and he has a very like Japanese style. So it was interesting for and that's why the colors are the way they are and the look is the way it is you're looking at it right now um because of his style so it has he does a lot of japanese flair and he even said to me he goes he wanted to do something different but still see if he could marry his own artwork into it and he did yeah so what we'll do is if you go to our facebook page instagram jen will take a picture of it and throw it up there so you guys can see the awesome artwork that was done as she is now a reality superstar. And realistically, like your part of the show was like 10 minutes. Yeah. It was and it was, how long was the tattoo? The whole process. I mean, took an entire day, but he did this whole tattoo and I think in like maybe an hour and a half. He's a very, very fast tattooer. Um, very heavy handed. It hurt really bad. He uses like a single needle to do it. So it like, t- it, it, it hurts a lot. Um, hurt a lot. That was another one that I was like really surprised, but I mean, it's the everybody was surprised by like how symmetrical it was. Like that, I think it was held up too, color wise. It's held up very well. Because what? That's six years old. Yeah. Now, how old is? It's probably older now. How old's um, Micah? No, Micah. Not Micah. God damn it. Sasha. Sasha. Wow. No idea what his name was. No. He just turned six this year, so it's probably seven, seven years, years old. Yeah. yeah. So it's held up really well too. So that's yeah. cool. It's very cool. What's your claim to fame. My moment. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty awesome moment. It is. It's a good one. But yeah. And again, it's one of those, like, you know. It's, Let's it, all go to the lobby. <laughs> My waffle tattoo. Yeah, no, I, for me, it's like, I want, like I said, I have a ton of ideas I want to get. I think, you know, I just can't put my finger on it. I think I've thrown things at you and you're like, yeah, just get it. Like, you've really been just like, that's what you want to get, get. Like, you've never really walked, walked me away from, um, uh, walk me away from a tattoo or anything like that. So. No, I, I don't think everyone should. I do, and I've had a lot of people ask me, um, like, who are moms, and their children are, like, 18, 19, 20, and they want to get, like, full sleeves and, like, their chests done, and I, like, I, it's heavily tattooed as I am, I discourage that, not because um, of, like, the stigma and things like that, though I think the pendulum's about to swing in the other direction anyways, um, but just because you're so young 
that's a really big decision to make at a young age. And like I said, I've paced myself. I Your brain's not fully deformed. Yeah. Like my formed, not deformed. <laughs> I didn't go visible with my tattoos. I technically went visible with my tattoos at twenty three, but that wasn't my choice. That was the artist screwed me over and um that was the start of a chess piece I never actually wanted that yeah. way. So that was a huge thing. But um, I didn't really go, like, really, really visible with them until I was, like, 26. And that was when I did the peacock and one the one arm. But, again, that all spun off simply because of my chest and what happened there. Also, I, if that hadn't have happened, I probably wouldn't have any visible tattoos. Because I never wanted any. Um, I didn't want any that were visible. And I think at that age, you don't really know what life's going to throw at you. You don't really know what... Um, I hate to say, but there are prospections that still it has a negative, you know, behind it. And you're so young, you think it's a great idea, and it might not be. Well, it's a good thing the, the tram stamp and the barbed wires kind of gone the way of <laughs> the dodo right now, and the popularity might come back later down the road. But they go away the dodo, but like things, again, they creep up. Um, I actually think tattoos and this, like in general, are going to go the way of the dodo, if that's just my personal opinion. Um, looking at like my children now, uh, especially my oldest, so many people my age have tattoos that we're not cool. Like he doesn't want to be like me. He doesn't want to look like me when he looks in the mirror. But Wes does. Wes might, but he's wild. But I, I just also think that um, the second people started getting face tattoos, we were done. Like tattoos, like you can only pull the pendulum so far before it, you, there's nothing more extreme you could do. And tattooing your face has always been like that extreme. You don't tattoo your neck, you don't tattoo your face, you don't tattoo your hands. Like, those are, like, the three, like, you don't do that. And when I say don't, I mean, obviously, it's your personal opinion, but, like, those are general rule of thumb. Those are the three places you tattoo last when you have run out of all places to tattoo. And now it's becoming very popular to do hands, neck, and face. And, again, to me, that just makes me think that it's the pendulum so far to the one side the only place for it to go is back to the other so i think we're going to see a swing where we're going to have a whole generation come up that aren't going to want anything to do with them well also a lot of probably a lot of tattoo places are going to go the way the dodo anyway just because of what's going on mm-hmm. they're not open no one's making money booths are not being rented out like right. i also think people are going to become hypersensitive about germs and things like that oh, so. yeah. oh god yeah um and i think that's going to last for a while yeah probably but like that overall, in just terms of aesthetics, that's typically what happens as you push push the dial so far. It has to go back to neutral. Eventually, yeah. Eventually. And it'll go the other way. Oh. So that's fine, too. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what happens. <laughs> but, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Anything else? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I could t- it's hard. I could talk about all like all day long. But, you know, it's just... <laughs> I can talk about how my dad hated them. My dad didn't know I had tattoos for like three years. Because I hid them because they're on my back. That's another great place to hide a tattoo. That's why. I kept them on my back. And um, the whole idea of like you'll regret it. Again, like I just said, it's hard for me to say like to advise people who are, you know, 18, 19, 20 to not really go big or go visible right off the rip um, until they're really just, you know, satisfied with what's going to happen. But at the same time, like, I don't regret any of mine. Like, I don't regret them. I don't look in the mirror. Well, there's one you regretted, but you covered it, you covered it up. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, in terms of, like, regretting that I have them. Oh, okay. that makes sense? Yeah, like, makes sense. Yeah. Not the regret of what they are, but the regret of, like, oh, I wish I hadn't done that. Yeah. Um, I also, at this point, it's like, I couldn't imagine looking in the mirror and not seeing them. Because, again, I, I identify so much with them that 
I think if we ever did like that challenge where like people like put the makeup on and you can't see them anymore, I don't even think I would know who I was looking at. Like it would be really bizarre for me. Oh, we should do that. <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah. Because you figure I spent over, you know, uh, yeah, almost a, two, 20 years. Can I put a wig on and see what I look like with hair again? Sure. Yes. <laughs> Like, oh, I'll do so the wig nice. challenge. So pretty, this for my flowing locks, <laughs> flowing locks of hair. So, all right, with that, guys, this does wrap up a, another episode of the Jen and James podcast experience. But Jen, what am I wearing? Uh, a t-shirt. Thank what is that like, t-shirt? Thank of? you. Thank you for putting it in clothes today. You know what? Surprise! <laughs> I roll out of bed while you can do things. No, we have merch. So James is wearing a Jen and James podcast experience T-shirt. And what are you drinking your energy drink out of right now? The Jen and James podcast experience mug. Of course, right? <laughs> you don't know what we're doing. <laughs> uh, but also, guys, we have we have uh, our merch is available at. Uh, tpublic.com uh, just search Jen James Podcast but with that we do have three stickers uh, from the show that we are going to give uh, out so if you comment with what you would like us to talk about we will happily send you a sticker oh yeah so on our Facebook page uh, like like and uh, comment on what we would like us to talk about. I'm so mad because I'm eating again. Um, in on the thing, and we will pick uh, three random uh, winners uh, on our next uh, week show or two week show. We'll give them some time. But when the episode drops on Saturday, we do make a post on it. So on that post, like I said, definitely write what you want us to talk about, as well as. Um, like our page and you know like i said you will be entered to draw uh win one of three jen and james podcast experience stickers that um we will mail out and we'll probably do the drawing live yeah on facebook or instagram or whatever live platform we have so with that as well a couple of little pieces of housekeeping uh again check out our sponsor deadly grounds coffee deadlygroundscoffee.com um for awesome uh small business support your lot small business right now as they can't get a fucking penny right now from the fucking small business loan so anything give them give them uh support um with that uh check out the information in the show notes uh deadlygroundscoffee.com they have an unbelievably great coffee selection it comes uh whole bean or ground um as well as they got a bunch of like mugs and t-shirts and stuff like that so we want to thank them for their patronage but also go to the dorkening.com it's for additional podcasts you can listen to like the wicked horror show uh which is live every tuesday night as well as they drop an episode and throw down thursday with our friend patrick uh they just celebrated their 200th episode last week they had sean whaling on um and oh, they, oh yeah he contributed to the show a little bit but also check out their flagship show the dorkening and super th- retro throwback reviews uh, I probably butchered that again. Sorry, Steve. Um, but Aww. check them out, thedorkening.com, for all your podcast needs because we know you have nothing else going on. Woo-hoo. Hopefully soon. Hopefully soon you can do some stuff. But don't stop listening. Have a great weekend, and we look, look forward to hearing your responses. Bye, guys.